TCU lands another wide receiver for the 2025 class. Ed Small from the Austin area has committed to the Horned Frogs. Also, a new wellness and performance center is being built by TCU, and they revealed some of the things that are going to be uh, involved in that. That's all coming up next here on Locked On Horned Frogs, your team every day. You are Locked On Horned Frogs. Your daily podcast on the TCU Horned Frogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. That's right, Locked On Horned Frogs. Your team every day. I'm your host, Stephen Simcox. Uh, yesterday, Mike Roach reported this. It was uh, announced on Twitter by Ed Small, wide receiver from Anderson High School in Austin, Texas, 2025 player. He's a three-star uh, recruit, according to 247 Sports. He's a Horned Frog. He announced on social media that he'll be joining the 2025 class. That's now two wide receivers that TCU has in this 2025 class. He joins Chance Abels, who started his career at Nauman Forest. It looks like Chance is going to finish his career at Dallas Christian School. Uh, Ty Hawkins, the quarterback from San Antonio. Chris Jimerson is a uh, quarterback currently at North Crowley in the Fort Worth area. But I think he'll probably end up playing maybe DB at the next level. He's listed as an athlete. He's put up some crazy numbers at the QB position, though, at North Crowley throughout his career and is looking to build on a big senior season. But let's talk about Ed Small. Uh, Ed was actually originally a Texas baseball commit, uh, but he got a lot of football offers over the last year. He chose TCU over offers from Arizona State, Baylor, Cal, Texas Tech, UTSA, and Houston. And, again, also has that baseball connection He's had 2,000-yard-plus uh, seasons in a row, had 1,100 yards as a junior, burst on the scene as a sophomore with 1,100 yards as well. I was watching some of his huddle tape this morning. Uh, he's you're, He looks kind of like your prototypical slot wide receiver now. He is, he's is. he got kind of a stocky build, and he's 5'10", 205. I saw some people mention that he's sort of built like a running back, which is, is an intriguing aspect of this as well. But um, seems like a good route runner, catch the ball well. One thing that impressed me was I mean, he's not your prototypical big, lanky outside wide receiver, but he was able to make plays vertically down the field. And it seemed like even in like contested ball situations where he was going deep and he was covered pretty well, he was able to go up and get the football. So uh, that's a big plus. And then typical of your kind of slot wide receiver types, good hands, moving well after the catch, uh, is gets involved in a lot of different ways in Anderson High School at Austin. And I would assume that that's going to be something that he continues to do um, throughout his senior year. Uh, he said to, to Mike Roach, 247 Sports, that this has been a long time coming. TC is one of the first uh, schools to ever believe in me and start recruiting me. The coaches are awesome, and it felt like a great environment whenever I've been up there. It feels like home. He hasn't been on an official visit yet, but he has been to a camp. And TC has done a really nice job since Sonny Dykes has taken over. They do all these junior days. They do these different camps. And there's other schools there that are evaluating, but it, it feels like they are really good at identifying guys that they like, especially early in the process, even though, I mean, Ed's rated well. He's got a, a number of offers from Power 5 schools and others. It sounds like he's kind of burst on the scene over the last few years with all the production that he's put um, out in high school and then doing well on the camp circuit. But they identify players, they scout them well, and they start building these relationships. And he said, listen, I mean, a big part of this was – having that relationship. Now, uh, again, originally a Texas baseball commit decommitted and started pursuing football more 
Sounds like the door's open for baseball if he wants to pursue it, which I'm fine with. I'll say this. I think and it's, it's never been something that's super prevalent, but I feel like in this day and time, and whatever Ed wants to do is, is his business, and if he can pull it off, that's great, and the school will talk about it. I just feel like it's really tough in this day and time to play two sports at the college level. I mean, it's not impossible, and I mean, I guess we're seeing it in some way, like Sarah Sylvester's doing it right now with volleyball and basketball. But I can't remember. I mean, Ty Slanina tried to do it at TCU, but I think he went, you know, he went through some workouts with baseball, and then once spring ball rolled around, he was basically back to playing football again. I know Jameis Winston did it. If there's somebody else that I'm missing recently, feel free to hit me up in the YouTube chat or on Twitter at Simcox Steven. But it's just it's more and more rare. You'll see you'll see football players run track sometimes, but even that, it's just football such a in all sports really, but football especially is such a year round commitment with off season and uh, spring practice, and then fall camp is right around the corner. After that, it, it's difficult to you know, be, be involved in both sports, but that door's open. If he wants to pursue it, seems like a good pickup though. Big time wide receiver uh, is got a good body type, catch the ball. Well, is good in space. So that's two wide receivers in this class. And I like where they're at right now with the 2025 class. I, I would love to see. And I think this is coming because the staff has made this a priority since they stepped on campus I would love to see some more uh, linemen on both sides of the ball. You know, they've done a good job of prioritizing offensive line play and these recruiting classes in this portal since they took over. But uh, you want to add some of that beef for sure on the O-line and D-line. This seems like a really good pickup, though, kind of relatively early in the process. And they're ranked 30th right now in, in the 247 rankings for the 2025 class. I don't really know how much you should pay attention to rankings at the moment. Um, individual rankings, I think, matter, but just the, the team composite and all that, we've, we've got a long way to go until we get to that 2025 signing day, even though it sounds like uh, the Board of Governors and NCAA and Power 5 Presidents are meeting right now. It sounds like they might bump up signing day a few weeks in December and maybe eventually even get to a place where they're having a summer signing period as, again, football is just continuing to be – a year-round thing. But congratulations to Ed Small, 2025, uh, member now of this class, commit to TCU. I think it's a really good pickup. I feel like they're going to be super effective finding ways to get them involved in the offense when they get them on campus. And um, a couple of good receiver picks up with Ed Small and Chance Aples. It seems like this might be the staff's biggest strength, is putting together talented wide receiver rooms. And I think Malcolm Kelly is a huge part of that. I think just the fact that Sonny Dykes is an offensive-minded coach is a part of that. But they've had no shortage of talented wideouts uh, since they came over from from SMU and been able to build this thing. Malcolm Kelly's obviously been here longer than that and was uh, a critical staff member before Sonny Dykes got here, and thankfully he was able to retain him. Another thing uh, that came down the pipeline yesterday that I wanted to discuss. So this has been – I mean, this has been in the works for a while. They've laid dirt and they're starting to build it. But there's a new um, health and wellness center. They're calling it TCU's Restoration and Wellness Center. Yesterday it was announced that they've, they're going to name this uh, facility after the Simpson family. Um, Bob Simpson and his family donated a significant amount of money to make this happen. Uh, it's a $50 million donor-funded human performance center um, that will be completed in July of 2025. So, Next summer, there's going to be a lot of different rooms. One room is the snow room, which can hold eight to ten people at a time. It features sub-freezing temperatures, 
with actual flurries to assist in the post-practice workout recovery. And the snow flurries will be purple, of course, to match TCU's official color. There will also be massage pods, a sauna, red light therapy, um, individual recovery spaces, a hydrotherapy pool. There will be a cryo lounge with heat and cold therapy featuring an advanced recovery chair. Um, they are going all out on health and wellness. I know Kyle Scazzotti has been a big part of planning this, targeting this, making this happen. So, I mean, there's there's some really cool things here. Like the snow room is something I've never heard of before. I guess just the cold um, helps with the recovery process, kind of similar to what the cryo chamber has done. TCU's kind of been on the cutting edge of some of that stuff for a while. I know that was like a popular bit when whenever a broadcast team would come down to do a game, usually they'd stick the sideline reporter in the cryo chamber um, just so they could go through the experience. But having all these – individual rooms and you know places for therapy for recovery really beneficial for football but honestly just all the sports um seems like a good thing all the way around i have seen people say because when this was announced and i don't know how long this has been in the works but the idea of why are we asking our donors to build new facilities in the new world of nil because it seems like from a recruiting standpoint the most important thing right now is paying players, right? Paying high school players, getting talented players on campus, paying guys in the transfer portal, whether you're paying them to retain them and keep them out of the portal or you're giving them significant money so they will come play for your school. I still think it's a balance. I feel like this is ultimately obviously really good for the student athletes. Um, facilities used to be the big arms race in college sports. That was what everybody was, you know, hitting up donors for money for. And, it was a big deal in recruiting. It's like, all right, if you have good facilities, um, then you're going to be able to get kids on campus, sell them on what you're doing there, sell them on getting to play for, you know, one of the best schools in the country, all that. Um, I still think that matters. Now, it is a new world of recruiting. And I saw Mike Boynton, I think it was last week, in a press conference, Oklahoma State basketball is having a rough season. And he was talking about, recruiting and all the changes in college athletics in general. And he mentioned that when he got Cade Cunningham, that was a years long process of building a relationship with that specific player. Of course, many people uh, made the poignant observation that Mike Boynton also hired Cade's brother to be on staff. And I think that was, that was part of it as well. But he, he just said, Hey, like I was, I was at, Every game of Cades that I could be at, I was there before everyone else was. He trusted me. We built that relationship over the years to a point where he said, hey, I want to go play for this guy. And in this new world of recruiting, that doesn't matter as much anymore. I mean, it still matters. I think that kids still want to play for people they like. I think they still want to play um, at places that have great facilities. And, I mean, TZ wasn't like working out in a high school weight room or they didn't have bad – you know, recovery processes before. This is just a huge upgrade. But his Mike Boyden's point was now it's just almost like, hey, how much can you pay me? That's that's the first thing that a lot of people ask because that's become topic number one and priority number one for a lot of these young people when they're deciding where they're going to go to college. Um, so I get why folks – would be skeptical or maybe even upset about why are we asking donors for major investments 
on facilities upgrades when the biggest deal is whether or not we can pay these players in a competitive market. But I do think it's a balance. And I think these things matter, maybe not as much as they did five years ago, but they're significant. And if this is helpful in keeping people healthy, and obviously that's a big deal across the entire athletic situation. You know, when, when Sonny got here, he said the first thing they noticed was TCU was kind of in the stone age, as at least the football program was when it came to nutrition, recovery, like not just strength training and lifting weights and, you know, putting on gains and all that stuff, but the, the holistic idea of we got to keep everybody in a good place. They got to have a, a strict diet. We got to, watch how much they're working in practice. We have to pay more attention to those details if we're able to get through a season and have athletes that are performing at the highest possible level. So um, this is going to be a huge step forward. And, yeah, some some really cool ideas and ways that they're, uh, they're getting after it currently. When we come back, uh, TCU basketball this weekend, baseball team also um, will get in action at UCLA. That's all coming up. Here on Locked On Horn Frogs, your team every day. We're living in a pretty crazy world. There's been a lot of inflation over the last few years. And one thing that has just been crazy for my family, because I got four kids, we're feeding a lot of people. Groceries are just higher than they ever have been before. We spend so much money at the grocery store every month. I want to tell you about a product that can help you. I bought it. Grocery bills are so expensive these days, but now they don't have to be. You can start getting cash back on your grocery shopping with the free Ibotta app and get cash back every time you shop. You love making money, but also spending money, don't we all? Now you can make money while you spend it every time you shop with Ibotta. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. You can make sure you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire grocery ship trip, excuse me. So buy that flight you've been eyeing, that game you've been dying to go to, or that fancy dinner you've been craving. Other apps give you points, but don't amount to much. With Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and get real cash so you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Right now, Ibotta is offering listeners Five dollars for just trying to buy using the code Locked On College when you register. So if you use that code Locked On College when you register, you get an automatic five dollars. Just go to the App Store, Google Play, or download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use the code Locked On College. That's Ibotta in the Google Play or App Store. And again, that code is Locked On College for five dollars when you join when you register an account. TCU men's basketball back at home uh, against Cincinnati. The game's at 2 p.m. Pretty critical game for the Frogs. Um, you know, it, it losing to Tech on the road, no real shame in that. But it was the way they lost that was frustrating. Blowing that 10-point lead late, the half-court offense late in games, just really seems to struggle. So Jamie Dixon squad trying to bounce back here. You got seven wins right now. I think if you end up nine and nine in conference play, which would mean going uh, two and three down the stretch, um, you're you're probably feeling pretty good about being in the tournament. Ten and eight, though, hopefully you're in the tournament and you're looking at a better seeding situation. But have to close well. Lost to Cincinnati on the road. Revenge game. Bearcats are coming off an ugly loss to Oklahoma State, so I imagine they will be highly motivated 
Um, hopefully the Frogs can come out and with a much better effort and get it done. I did want to mention uh, the TCU women's team on Wednesday night. They got a victory against BYU. Um, Alay Robinson had 23 points. Uh, Madison Connors back. She didn't have a great shooting night, but she's back. I saw Ray Cartwright saying that they, they feel like they're going to get Sedona Prince back possibly this week or next week. So they've got three games left in the regular season. They play Houston uh, on Saturday, which is a game that was close. I mean, well, it wasn't that close. They lost, but I think that's a winnable game at home. They also get um, Texas Tech at home. Who Texas Tech's a good team, but they played them pretty solidly in Lubbock. And then close the season with West Virginia. Not feeling great about that ball game, but if you can win two out of three and go into the Big 12 tournament with some momentum, fully healthy, with Madison Gott, Connor, and Sedona Prince, and Sidney Harris, then that could be a dangerous team in the postseason. So I just say watch out. I, I like what Mark Campbell's doing. I think he's proven the season's not gone like we thought it could. I thought this could be a tournament team. Injuries have derailed that. But they're still kind of hanging in there, making some things happen. They're much more competitive than they were a year ago. So, um, yeah, good luck to them as they take on uh, BYU in a matchup on uh, – or, not, excuse me, not BYU, as a take on Houston in a matchup on Saturday. We'll be back and wrap things up here on Lockdown Horn Frogs. It's your team every day. Uh, I want to talk to you about FanDuel quickly. FanDuel, I talk to you about them all the time. Again, Locked On College is the promo code. You join there today and you get uh, $150 in bonus bets with one winning $5 bet. FanDuel.com slash LockedOn or the FanDuel app. 150 in bonus bets with one $5 bet. FanDuel, official betting partner of the NBA. You can make prop bets, same-day parlays, whatever the case may be. FanDuel is where the game starts. TCU baseball taking on UCLA this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. They're going to keep the same rotation together. Peyton Tole, Cole Klecker, and then um, Ben Hampton on Sunday. So good luck to them as they take on a good UCLA team, a ranked team. We'll be back Monday with a recap of that. We'll recap basketball and we'll have plenty of off-season football coverage. It's Lockdown Horn Frogs, your team every day.